Warning, the following podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener, discretion is advised. Oh, you won't even believe the story if I told you. Got this porn. Randy edited this. It was porn. I know it was okay. porn. Bang, zoom. You're gonna talk about Scarlet Johansson. Oh dear! Oh dear God! You are listening to Dog Fin Radio. Welcome to Dog Fin Radio. What up, everybody? What's up? Whoa! So, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Uh, Hopefully, we'll get this out before things start backing up on me again. Hopefully. Well. As we told before, we are one of the official podcasters for the Comic Palooza. Yay! And we have a message from our sponsor. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Bookman, reminding you that Comic Palooza 2016 is almost here. At Comic Palooza, there are literally thousands of hours of programming. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. You'll experience crazy cosplay events. Rowdy professional wrestlers, raucous roller derby girls, and so much more. Special celebrity events at this year's Comic Palooza include a cast reunion of the classic 1986 sci-fi horror favorite, Aliens, featuring Sigourney Weaver, Bill Paxton, Michael Bean, Paul Reiser, Carrie Henn, and more. Also, the cast of the Boondock Saints will be in attendance, including Sean Patrick Flannery, David Delarocco, Clifton Collins Jr., Brian Mahoney, and of course, Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. Other celebrity guests include Underworld star Kate Beckinsale, Lenny James from The Walking Dead, Eliza Dushku from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Darth Vader himself, David Prowse, Star Trek's Walter Koenig, Sherilyn Kenyon, Cal Mitchell, Matt Hawkins and Top Cow Comics, Fear Factory, the original Incredible Hulk Lou Ferrigno, wrestling superstar Ric Flair, comic book legends John Ostrander and Adam Kubert, and beware of Sharknado's is Tara Reid, and of course, me. Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Band and Podcaster Extraordinaire. Be sure to follow Comic Palooza on social media on Twitter at Comic Palooza, Instagram at Houston Comic Palooza, and like us on Facebook to keep up with our amazing guest announcements. Don't miss Comic Palooza 2016 at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas, June 17th through June 19th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Dogfin Radio. And Instagram. Oh, yes. I forgot we are on Instagram now. And too. in real life. Follow us around the block. I don't care. Yeah. We like followers. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Especially if they have huge tits. Oh, God. There do we it. Go. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to have fun listening to this. Woo! <laughs> I love me some boobies. Uh... But yeah, Comic Palooza is Texas' largest pop culture event, came to a wide variety of interests, including anime, fantasy, science fiction, fashion, and high-profile guest appearances. Plus, I believe there's also going to be a small group for any of the bronies out there as well. Yeah, you freaks. Sure. You freaky bronies. Hey, I tried to get you to watch My Little Pony. You're like, no, colors. Wasn't that. I'm a grown-ass man. I don't want to watch a goddamn cartoon show about magical horses. 
ponies. Fuck off. <laughs> Some of the wonderful people that will be coming. Uh, we have Kate Beckinsale, along with Ric Flair and Liza Dushku. Liza Dushku. I remember her when she was in The New Guy. I remember her when she was in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Hold that, too. I saw The New Guy first. Always. I remember her in True Lies. How about that? Oh, yeah. She was in True Lies. She was the daughter. I remember her in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. I remember her in Noble Son. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I remember her when she was on Angel for a few minutes. For a few minutes. I remember the dollhouse. She should be in a Marvel show. We need, like, tough, spunky little person. Yeah. Somewhere. She could be Squirrel Girl. Squirtle Girl? Squirrel Girl. Oh, there we go. Live action Pokemon. There we go. There's a live. It's it's a Marvel character, Squirrel Girl. Oh, I, I, for some reason I went to Pokemon. I don't know why. I don't know why you're like <laughs> you're like uh, yeah, Squirrel Girl. Sorry, idiot. I've been looking at a whole bunch of stuff on Pokemon Go and all the stuff that keeps getting leaked out. That uh-huh. I, I want more Pokemon. Yeah, my first is My Little Pony and Pokemon. Jeez, man, it's all right. It's all right to like adult things. <laughs> What? I like adult things, but I, I like adult like things, but I like also colors and ties. They make me feel happy. Thank God you haven't seen my room. I got Transformers lying wall to wall, along with all my books. Oh, that explains the three episodes on sex robots. Yes. <laughs> Give it time. We'll go. We'll we'll touch back on that se- on that uh, segment later on. Maybe at the con. God no. <laughs> You talk about sex robots, I'm leaving the booth. I swear to God. I just like walk the fuck out. And you will see me pull my megaphone out of my magic bag of holding. It's like, Randy, you going to go get the charger for the sex robot? Actually, yes, I would yell that. <laughs> I'll be like, fuck you. No, I'm playing glass. I don't know who this person is, man. Uh, looks like we're going to have a couple other things there. You have the roller derby girls. Awesome. Hot. Oh, doing their match there along with Doomsday Wrestling. Not so hot. Oh, come on. It's fun to watch. Oh, it's so fun. I uh, I love toys and wrestling. Jesus, are you like a 10-year-old? Yes. I'm only three and a half years old. Obviously. <laughs> what? Sorry, it's- I just can't. I can't get around dudes and spandex beating each other up. Just, you, watch, just- you watch Power Rangers. Yeah, but that's a dudes and girls beating up guys in spandex. Uh-huh. And then they were spandex for like too. half a second. And they're all Asian anyway. Not the movies. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say there. <laughs> Sad face. Uh, but one thing is also, since we are, we do have NASA here, I think NASA will do uh, have a small booth there as well. Showing cool. off some of the new stuff that's going to be shooting out in the space and... Ask him about the Mars probe. When we going to Mars, faggots? <laughs> exactly like that. That's how you're going to ask him. That's how I will ask him. Okay. When we going to Mars, faggots? Uh, I want some of them Mars rocks. Yeah. Give, them, <laughs> give me some of them Mars rocks. It'll be exactly like that episode of X-Files where they brought a rock back from Mars. You start cutting into it. It starts bleeding everywhere. That's what's going to happen. Symbiote. Yep. <laughs> that is exactly what's going to happen. Uh, should we get into it? Yeah, go ahead. Let's get started. Right. You want to start with your stuff? Yeah, I'll start with my stuff. Okay. Get it out of the way. First off, let's start with this. ABC has just been going 
I just woke up this morning apparently and decided, you know what? Fuck all the TV shows. I'm done. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I saw a whole bunch of them. ABC is canceled. Castle, it is canceled. Agent Carter, it is canceled. I think one more than the Muppets and the Muppets. All three of these shows are gone. Like, why would you get rid of Castle? It's like Firefly Part Two now. I've heard that the Stannis Katrick or whatever her name is, who plays Kate, yeah, and the Morgue Lady, they're leaving. Really? They were leaving already. They were on their way out, and I was like, "How the fuck are you going to have a, a show called Castle without Kate?" Because not, I mean, not to give much. Nathan Fillion was the reason to watch the show, but you know, she was the reason to keep watching the show. We'll see. Then it'd be like, Castle plus eight. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like for literally a while, though, basically the entire run of the show. We're all just wondering, well, what is, when is he going to plow this woman? Basically. That's oh, what, he married her. Well, yeah. He married her, what, they, last, after they, last season. Yeah, but they can't show the plowing on daytime, tele, on regular television. They can assume the plowing because they do yeah. that. They do that thing where they're like raindrops and water, and then they like, just, and then uh, next just, morning, <laughs> then cut to wide shot of New York City in the sunshine, and then clothes askew everywhere like it was a bo- giant laundry explosion oh, so uh, and then there's just jism everywhere oh, of course there you go yeah so then, I, I would just go then like molly having... quinn walks in she slips on the jism <laughs> oh god oh this is gonna be fun when they have to listen to us. come a palooza <laughs> oh dear god see i was gonna think if you were to do something like that do it like how the naked they did the naked gun Oh, okay. Yeah, which is like random videos of like trains being racing through tunnels, a space shuttle launch. <laughs> I, was, I thought it would just be funnier to have like so milk s- spurt like through the air. <laughs> just like ropes of sticky jism. Oh, my God. Damn. Because, yeah, Talia Go from the Dar- Arkham City would definitely make me spew out ropes of sticky jism. Oh, dear God. But anyway... Castle's gone. So, so I guess no more keeping this PG, huh? What? <laughs> At least till the con's over. <laughs> okay. I said chism. <laughs> no. It's not like okay, fine. What about you? Were the one who like you talked about cannon tits on our last con episode? Because you talk about cannon tits. Speaking of cannon tits. No. No. Thanks for the no, segue, John. No, no. Back to poor Haley the Muppets. Atwell. Haley Atwell does have another show coming out. I think it's called Conviction. And apparently, the only way to promote it is just put her in a bra. Boom! You got, you got my vote. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> See what happens. Well, that's true. Sex does sell. Yeah, it does, especially with her. Oh god. <laughs> oh dear God. Anyway, but yeah, let's go to the Muppets because that there's nothing I can write or think of that's dirty about the Muppets. Go ahead. No, hey ho, this is Kermit the Frog. Ropes of jism. <laughs> oh God, no, 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 stop with that, stop with it. Waka waka. Oh, oh my. Frog. <laughs> I'd like to be invited back next year. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Moving on. Next piece. Pacific Rim Two. Nets. Uh, finally, Jurassic World writer. Ooh. Yes. Hopefully. So Guillermo del Toro is only going to be in producer name only. I think they're working with the director of Jurassic World as well. 
And they also have the writer of Jurassic World. So we're going to see a movie here soon, hopefully. Pacific Rim 2. Charlie Hunnam and uh, Hot Pants Asian Lady. I forgot what her name was. But, yeah, hopefully we'll see those guys together. She had blue hair, didn't she? I think so. Yeah. She, I don't know. I want to be like, I want to be super racist and say she was Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> well, at least there's no whitewashing going on in this. Hey, one. you know what? That's right. That <laughs> Asian person does not look like the other Asian person. Speaking of speaking of whitewashing, oh, Lupita Nyong'o. Let me see if I can read this. L u p i t a. So that's Lupita. Lupita. I can't read your writing. And then N. Luongo. N y a n g. Like win, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's win. That's win. Yeah. But this is a black woman. I don't know these things. <laughs> anyway, um, she's in the Jungle Book now. Yeah. She wants to be cast. I heard either she is cast or is in talks of being casted in the next Black Panther movie. Ooh, yes. Yeah. She's kind of tiny. She's kind of small. I'm going with a character from the Black Panther movie or book that I was reading. Uh, she's going to be one of the beloved. See, Black Panther, they actually showed one of them the in Civil War, which we'll talk about when we get to the end. Okay. Black Panther walks around with these bodyguards, and apparently they're like his sister wives and you know he is training them how many wives this guy got he's got two he's got two but he actually proposed to one and she ended up being like a journalist or she's like the lowest lane of this of the, his thing but in the end she had to leave him because or he had to leave her because it was just too dangerous around him okay but his beloveds are like just as badass teenage psychopathic you know, devoted straight only to him and beautiful and deadly killers. So that'll be interesting to see this chick play a deadly killer. She goes, she is rather hot. Speaking of hot, let's go with this. Supergirl. Ooh. Supergirl. They finally moving it to a different network. Has finally been, is they're renewing it for a second season for sure. Okay. And that second season is going to be on the CW. Okay. It's moving to the network of superheroes, which I don't know how they're going to talk about that when we're like, hey, guess what world we live in now, Barry? I live in your world. So I'm hoping there's going to be like a crisis episode that just kind of melds all the guys back together and we have one continuous universe where it's like Supergirl and the Flash and Arrow, they all live in the same world now. Which means Martian Manhunter can show up on Arrow and just start like mind probing Felicity, uh, and then like um, Win can he hook up with Cisco and they can have awkward offs about women, <laughs> of course. And then um, fucking Harrison Wells and Cat can have a like a bitch off and see who ends up winning, being the dickiest dick who's ever been dicked. You couldn't use it anymore. Hang on, I got one more. Oh, God. No, I'm sorry. But, yeah, Supergirl heads the CW. It's going to be awesome, guys. I've heard a lot of people, they, they you know, people who hate Supergirl, they think it's a terrible idea. She, like, they think she's going to ruin everything that Flash and Arrow have built. And well, they, they always think when a female comes in, it's going to ruin everything. It doesn't. I like Supergirl, the show. It's, you know, it's not, it's not my favorite show. It's not a show I watch all the time. I, but I watch it regularly, you know. 
I like Flash a lot more. Like I just saw the Kevin Smith episode of The Flash. Nice. And that was actually pretty cool. It was kind of Kevin Smith, known for conversations and not so much action, given the opportunity to direct The Flash. The one episode where they don't have any action and it's all about conversations. Of course. So he excelled very well. <laughs> it was a, I thought it was a good episode and I thought it was funny and it was cute and it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. So, cool beans. Kevin Smith. We can just, here, we'll jump into this right now. Kevin Smith releases a Yoga Hosa trailer, and here we go. Colleen. Colleen. Colleen C. Colleen. Colleen. Colleen squared. Here we go. Are you happy, Miss Wickland? You killed Colleen. Hunter Calloway's here! Hunter Calloway's here! Oh my god, could you stop being so basic? I would like to invite you both to my party. A senior party? A senior party? Senior boys is only invite me? sophomore girls to parties for one day. Bonjour. You're the legendary manhunter from Quebec. Yes, I am that man. Both of you to help me solve this quite queer case. Use the Bratsies. What is the Bratsy? It's like a foot talk Nazi and it's made of bratwurst. Destroy everything <laughs> that threatens anyone or anything that you love. That's the yoga way. Oh, we can do this. We do tons of stupid stuff with our adults all the time. Hey. This dead man, he's not. I'm thinking that we okay, should all like be Clark's very afraid right like, now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should Instagram it. Ooh, right? Shut up! So this is yoga. So yeah, yeah. So that's yoga hosers. Yeah, it kind of looks like Clark's meets Army of Darkness, especially with the little. Nazi sausages running around. The Bratzies. Yeah, the Bratzies. Little Bratwurst Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Whatever. Whatever. I'm going to go see it. I will, too. I'll find a way to go see it. June the 6th is when Kevin Smith is going to host the Yoga Hoser screening and Q&A in Houston, Texas. So I will have to dig up my Silent Bob outfit again. See, I told you it's not over yet. You got no. Whenever Moose Jaws comes out, I'm just gonna redo it, make him zombie-like with the moose head attached to his shoulder. Exactly. So, and I'm sure he's he'll find a way. Oh yeah. Also, Kevin Smith news. Kevin Smith will return to the Flash after his episode and host and direct another episode in season three, possibly even an Arrow episode. Nice. So we'll see what happens there. Speaking of Flash, the producer of Flash, Greg Berlanti, is in talks right now to, I don't know if he's going to direct or if he's going to produce, a Booster Gold movie. Ooh. Yeah. Second favorite character after Green Lantern. Cool. So, Booster Gold should be coming in soon. And Greg Berlanti has done awesome work on the CW, so this should be fun to see how Booster Gold gets played out with skeets and everything. Mm -hmm. And I know Nathan Fillion, he's working 
they're talking about trying to get him for Wonder Man on the on the Marvel side. But I can see that. Booster Gold. You need man. Nathan Fillion for Booster Gold. He's right around a quarter. And Castle's over. So uh, Yeah, there you go. He's got plenty of free time got now. Got plenty of free time now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Speaking of movie news, Wonder Woman has now finished principal photography. That essentially means that the promo photos. Well, no. When we do principal photography, that is the all the whole story. Okay. So they have a working rough draft somewhere in the universe. They need to start editing and then maybe getting some aftershots or whatever. But beyond that, that movie's done. Okay. It's, it's coming. It's Excellent. coming and it's in the can. It's ready to go. So. Um, well, at least you didn't say your favorite phrase. No. I don't remember what the phrase is. You don't remember? It's the one you say all the time. Face, neck. Oh. <laughs> wow. You are out of it. <laughs> well, it didn't make any sense. It was like, yeah. It's in the can. Okay. And if I could put it in the can, that's Oh, my God. It. See, there we go. I just, there it I, is. I just, I just, I gave, I gave you a little, little nibble. Just a little and, bit. A little it's in bit. the can. And then you just like exploded. <laughs> that's right. Right in the can. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of things that are in the works, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Power Rangers suits have been revealed, as well as the first photographs of Zordon. Oh, so they're making. So they went to Tony Stark and got the, got the costumes. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. It looks like- <laughs> yes, they went to Tony Stark. Tony Stark made Power Rangers. Because <laughs> we're not giving them any spandex. We're going to give them body armor like fucking Batman. And an arc reactor in the and chest. And arc reactors in their chest because they're made out of power. <laughs> the power of the ninja swords. I think they got the animators for the original Green, for the Green Lantern movie there. Oh, God, I hope not. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, That's what it's I gonna don't want this, to happen. It's going to have their dinosaur symbol all glowing in their chest. <laughs> And, and Rita Repulsa is supposed to be like the Green Ranger already. And uh, there's already rumors around that spreading. You know, Jason David Frank's going to pop in there somewhere. I hope he does. It'd be just like, hey, guys, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Not just down Pearland. Have you guys seen my movies? <laughs> I made a movie. <laughs> Not this one. Not this one. But hey, I have a what MMA studio thing down hey, in Pearland. <laughs> anyway. Uh,. Jason and no, we're not promoting it. No, we're not. <laughs> Cost too much. I get it. I get a membership at the Y. Sixty dollars costs three times as much to go get karate lessons from David Jason Brent. Fuck Power Rangers. <laughs> All right, last thing. Attack on Titan season two has been pushed back to 2017. Ooh, yep. Very so nice. That would suck. Um, uh, there's one other thing that I can help add to yours. Go ahead. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Netflix and chill. Oh, yeah. Looks like uh, DreamWorks and Netflix are getting together. For nakedness? No. Okay. Voltron, Defender of the Universe. They're bringing it back again. Why not? All right. Look alive, team. Whoa! And Larshi blows. Can anyone point out the mistakes these three made in the simulator? The engineer puked in the main gearbox. Sorry. We shouldn't be doing this. You know, for someone in a space exploration program, you don't have much of a sense of adventure. I miss Titan Maximum. I've been the system and picking up alien radio chatter. <laughs> Look what you did, Jody. <laughs> it is time to reclaim what is rightfully ours. Yes. Soon. <laughs> Can we? I just want to hear that clip from Titan Maximum. Guys, you should come see this. 
What is that? were brought here for a reason. The greatest weapon ever known. Protector of the innocent. And our only hope to save the universe. Jeez, no pressure. Defenders of the universe, huh? It's got a nice ring to it. DreamWorks Voltron, Legendary Defender. All episodes June 10th, only on Netflix. I want that guy's job. That'd be awesome. I could do that job. Oh, he can't. I Voltron, Defenders of the Universe. Coming June 10th, only on Netflix. Mmm. I like taquitos. Taquitos. <laughs> Boobs. Oh, God. Uh are you ready to kick over to uh, my stuff? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. No more sex robots, please. No sex robots. No more fucking, like, no Jesus. No smart watches either. All right. Christ. What are you going to talk about then? You'd be surprised. Uh-oh. You ready? All right. Go ahead. All right. We're going on to The Feed. The Feed. <laughs> the Feed. I got a couple of wonderful things. Uh, they, one of our friends that live out in Austin, they just found out about this wonderful thing. Uber and Lyft are pulling out of the city. What? All leaving Austin by Monday. Well, pull up a calendar so I can tell exactly what date this because this is going to be a delayed recording. May 16th at 8 a.m. No longer will you be able to... Hit Summon an Uber or a Lyft through your smartphone. That's right, guys. All the Indians and Mexicans who are using unlicensed cabs to drive around the city are going to be disbanded. Yes. And just so the city can have its money from all the people driving with the DWI. There it is. Uh, but yeah, they because, the hu- because the city of Austin would rather people die in fiery accidents than lose... What? How much money? Two hundred uh, million dollars? I think so. Yeah, two hundred million dollars in DUI fines and fees. Yep. Uh, but yeah, pretty much with those. Pretty much what I was. It looks like they instead of looks like the opposition, which was all the lobbying done by Yellow Cab and Checker and all those other ones <laughs> that pay money to the city to have well have the city pay them money to have their contracts. Jeez. Yeah, I spent nearly $9 million against the opposition of just over 100000 that Uber and Lyft spent. And voters, and they put it to a vote, Proposition 1 in Austin, and it got killed off 56 to 44. And yet the majority of these voters didn't even know what the hell Uber was. But fuck, then fuck them. Oh, yeah. I'm curious, though. What would stop them from just not stopping? Just like, is it going to be illegal to pick someone up? Like, is it hitchhiking? Um, you can do it as long as, you know, they sit in the front seat with you. Okay. Because that's how they got around it. When Colorado banned them. Right. Like the whole ride sharing idea. So, okay, you get in the car with them, but you have to be in the front seat. You can't be in the back if there's just one person. There was two. Someone has to be sitting in the front passenger seat. What if that guy has like social anxiety and is like, he's my buddy. I'm just giving him a ride. 
And it's like, then, we just make new stickers. that Like, yeah. not Uber, but it's like. Yeah. Stuper. Stuper. <laughs> Change the logo. <laughs> it's a giant S. It's a giant S now. But it's the, Slytherin's mark. And yet, the funny thing is, there's another small, there's another ride-sharing program that's up in Dallas that's up and running. Right. That pay the same amount of money to the city to do to operate. Uh-huh. And but it's more expensive and it takes even longer for them to show up. Oh. Huh. It's uh, pretty much with, with that one it was called uh I actually can't remember what it was called because it's Dallas. Who cares about Dallas? It's called <laughs> It's called Bloober. But yeah. So either way, there's gonna be a power gap and the same thing's starting to happen here in Houston. What if you like not drove a car and just had him like show up in like a motorcycle? Still can't do it. <laughs> I, don't, I I really don't like. I'm really confused. Like you, you can't allow people to drive safely at night. It it seems like. Yeah. How would you enforce this law? Oh, just like randomly pulling everyone over. Yeah, that's pretty much what. It's Are you an be. Uber driver? No, I'm driving my kid around. Yeah, and they look and they go in the back seat. Like you're really big to be a kid. Are you is Are you paying for this ride? Are you paying for this ride? He gives me food. No, I'm not paying for this ride. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Then I guess be on your way, citizen. Oh, yes. <laughs> but the thing, the thing I like about with Uber is like, Grant, once again, Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza! There's many bars around there. And frankly, I don't want to have to go and pull my tr- my truck out of the parking garage. Comic Palooza is so many bars. Especially with downtown, the parking is not meant for, the parking downtown is not meant for a truck. It is meant for, like, a little smart car or a bicycle. Motorcycles. Yeah. Scooters. So, yeah, trying to find a bar, do there. And, Grant, I'm only, like, three blocks away, but that's more than enough time if I had a beer, or 20, and then tried to drive back, get pulled over. Ah, there goes all my monies, because all the cops are waiting. Yep. Uber's so much easier. You're drunk. You text them up. You go, and they take you back. You don't have to worry about getting a DWI, a PI, or anything like that, or any other alphabet soup letter. All they got to worry about is, like, the serial rapist or the people who, like, aren't Uber at all. You have a better chance of getting raped at the park running through it. That's been proven. That is true. I mean, that park is, like, so sketchy at night. Yeah. <laughs> Comapalooza. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Uber needs to stay. Everyone just needs to lighten up. Like, oh, no, there's criminals around. There's criminals everywhere you go, even when you go to the grocery store. Maybe that's a bad argument. It's like you are what you're doing is you're infringing on small business to basically tax stupid people who like to drink and drive. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like there's a way around this. Like you could just sanction Uber. Yeah. I mean, maybe. The fees for them would cost just as much as the taxiing fees. Maybe. Something along the line. But granted, either way, the price will go up a little bit just because of anything they have to pay to the city. Right. So, so I mean, I feel like like banning them just seems overkill. Like, yeah. we have taxis for that. No, you don't. No, they don't. I don't know how many times I've used their little yellow cab, hail a cab app. 30 minutes after they said they were going to be there, they don't even show up. But they already got your credit card info. Well, that's good for them, I guess. Yeah. You know what you could do? And I don't know if this would work. I've never done it, and I've never, I don't even think I would even, I don't know how I'd feel about it. You could order a pizza to um, where you are, 
and just see if the driver will take you back <laughs> to your hotel. Well, well, Uber does do that now. There's uh, it's like if you bring them food, like I'm doing. I'm doing. Well, I'm a, they can go pick up food for you if you're in like certain areas of Houston. All right. They did the same thing while I was up in New in New York for New York Comic Con. Like you can order food through Uber and they'll go pick it up and they pay you pay for it and all that stuff. And they'll bring it to you. Dang. Yeah. It's like sweet, no more drunk people. We're all going to be sitting around doing being slothish, but still, it's convenience. I don't know, but at what cost? <laughs> I don't know. I like small business, so there Seriously. we go. Ah, uh, but on to other things. Uh, one thing that was kind of interesting, actually, came across this with uh, one of my f- friends who is an artist. And she was telling me about this wonderful person that she was, that someone ordered their art from. from. Yeah. Great. I'm not going to say any names. Okay. I'm just going to leave this all wonderful pronouns and all that. Okay. Uh, let me find it here. Uh, pretty much it goes, that's somebody that wants, that likes her prints, but doesn't want her to sign her own prints because she thinks the artist's signature is ugly. So she likes the artist's work, but she doesn't like the artist's signature. Yes. And at the same time, she uh, that person also wants the artist to buy special paper that she wants for her prints alone at the artist's cost. This is starting to sound like people wanting Burger King. Uh, I, I mean, if, if it would be kind of like a heckler at a comedy club. be like, you should tell jokes about fat people. And it's like, that is an excellent suggestion, you stupid fucker. But here's what we're going to do. None of that. Yes. We're going to do none of that. And you can't eat the big flat floppy dick. Oh, it's just, I feel sorry for it. Like, the, the artists there like this, they put their heart and soul into all into their artwork that they do. They have people like this that are nitpicking and everything else. And the only thing I can say to this is, I'm sorry, this is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. I'm sorry. Was I was... I was I thought that was a like, joke or whatever. No, that's just me making a statement. It was funny. I, guess. I don't know. I'm just making statements now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from up on high on the pillowed soapbox of artistry, <laughs> tell them to go fuck themselves. Yes. Uh, anyway, off of my rant on that. Cool. On to video games. Cool. Far Cry 4. Right. There's actually a alternate hidden ending at the beginning of the game. What? Yes. Well, pretty much when you play Far Cry 4, you get there and then... Uh, pretty much right in the beginning, you have to wait for this... The beginning of the game for pagan men to return to a sleazy villa after he takes you. Pretty much you're the, your main character. He's told telling you to wait here. I'll be right back. And... With that usually means when he leaves the room, that's your chance to bust out and just go on with the game. Right. But if you sit there and wait for 10 minutes or more. Okay. Um, he'll he'll reappear. Be your BFF, or at least he'll give you a very personal history lesson and take you to a place where you can put your mother's ashes to rest. And then after exiting the shrine where you deposited your dear now conveniently travel-sized mom, you rejoin men near his helicopter and then quips, 
Oh, good. You feel better now? Get it out of your system? Maybe you can finally shoot some goddamn guns. And then the music starts playing in the background. Should I stay or should I go? By The Clash. Roll credits. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so weird. I know. Why would you... Whatever, I guess. Just something to pass the time, I guess. Oh, yeah. One of those little fun little Easter egg things. Now off of video games, onto something interesting. Okay. Apple is looking to terminate music downloads within two years. What are they going to do for money? Because I know they ain't going to be selling phones forever. Oh, hell no. But they're looking to get rid of the music download since everything's starting to go streaming now. But I like having stuff. Oh, so do I. It's like, I don't understand the point of like everything's streaming. But you do realize that that costs money to even have it running. It's like, costs money to have the internet, costs money to have Netflix. So it costs money on two fronts to stream something. Yeah. Whereas I buy a movie, either a digital download like Tusk or the DVD like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and that's it. I watch it at my leisure. It's done. What the fuck? What's wrong with downloads? I like having things. I like having the option of carrying stuff with me. And then at the moment's notice when I'm like, eh, I'm going to watch something or listen to something, I can just tune to it without having to wait for an appropriate signal or kind have, like, like, in, like, a huge data plan to fucking, like, stream something. Kind of like when we are going to the Permian Basin Comic Con and the <clears> last <throat> quarter of the trip was through no cell phone territory. Yeah. So all those people, they're fucked. Fuck them. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, it looks like uh, one source inside Apple who insisted on confidentiality and required that all conversations be conducted outside of email. Uh, pretty much they're looking to terminate the music download offering on the iTunes store with an aggressive two-year termination timetable. And right now, it's even, even just trying to keep iTunes up and running is completely off the table with the execs. It just too, is it too costly to run digital downloads? I guess so. I don't know. But there's a wide range of shutdown timetables that are being considered by Apple through one executive noted that keeping iTunes music downloads running forever isn't on the table anymore. Also under discussion is the plan to ride the iTunes music download offering out for the next three to four years, maybe longer, when paid music downloads are likely to be an afterthought in the streaming-dominated industry. And even though right now it's like, Look at how much money they've made in downloads. It kind of peaked back in 2012 at about 13, uh, you know, $1.3 million. Awesome. Really? $1.3 million? That's it? Yeah. Well, might be more because I'm trying to convert this thing to the, the timetable has it in millions. It's 12,000 here is like where it is. And it's a little above that. And it says in millions. So it might be more. So a billion two hundred. Yeah, there we go. That that probably is right there. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a cash cow. But as the you look at the scale, it's been steadily that dropping. Makes more sense. I'm not like one point two million. I'm like, really? No wonder they're quitting. Fuck that noise. I, I can't read things. God damn, I would not. Or even like, yeah, if if you're only making that much, 
fuck, Apple could get into the movie business and make that much in a weekend. <laughs> but yeah, so looks like uh, we might have to look for other ways of putting our podcast somewhere else because since iTunes is going to be going away. <laughs> nah. But we'll still see if we can get on there. Uh, but looks like the last thing here, there is a Kickstarter scammer. Wait, what? He promised a $100 3D printer and raised about 600000 Canadian dollars. <laughs> Loonies. And pretty much he took half of that and built his house. Fucking douchebag. Yeah. And so there's not going to be any printer and people are trying to get their money back. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, pretty much for this one, it was called the Peachy Printer Project. So I try saying that five times fast. Peachy Printer Project. Peachy Printer Project. Go ahead. But yeah, just scamming people. You knew this was going to eventually happen. Oh yeah, I mean, I always thought of like getting on Kickstarter and just starting someone randomly for no fucking reason. Oh yeah. Just like, hey, somebody help me kickstart my company. We're going to make a dildo shaped like the saber of celebrities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently he put a video out like apologizing, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, you're still not getting your money back. But yeah, pretty much with that, he, like, he claims that he spent the Kickstarter funds and materials for his house, but he hasn't gotten the construction far enough to get the value back out of his mortgage draws to pay the people back. So yeah, it's like Enron trying to get their retirement funds back. What Never gonna happen. That's fucking weird. Give my 3D printer for a hundred dollars. I'm in the money. I'm gonna get me house. Mm-hmm. All right, my turn. That's it. That's it for the feed. All right, I'm going. Okay, cool. So let me finish it up. Do this, okay. Randy remembers, and we'll get out of here. All right. I saw Marvel's Civil War, guys. Civil War! Uh, Fucking hell. I still haven't seen it yet. John hasn't seen it yet. So, major spoilers all around. Okay. Just going to heads up. Spoilers. Too long, didn't read version. Yeah, it was fine. That was okay. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. Just okay? Well, that's my too long, didn't read version. Okay, so here's my full version of Marvel's Civil War. So, let me go back. When I was watching Batman v Superman, I had the weirdest, like, notion. When I got out of the theater, I was like, that's it, right? That's the whole movie that you're going to show me. And I kind of, like, it wasn't it wasn't an entire emotion between hate or anger or even happiness or giddiness or awesomeness. It was just like, huh. Okay, well, I guess that's a, a movie. <laughs> So when I got out of Civil War, I was, I was, I guess I was expecting not the same thing, but I got the same thing. Where it's like, huh, oh, that's a movie. But then later on, just like with Batman Superman, the more I talked about it, the more I talked about Batman Superman, 
the worse this movie got. The long, the more I started remembering things, the more I started uh, picking and choosing and like critiquing. And I didn't like this, and I, that was stupid. And why the fuck did this? Martha? But the more I got into Civil War, and people ask me, "What did you think of Civil War?" I was like, "You know what? It wasn't. I guess it wasn't bad. There was there was parts." That were cool, and I liked this part, and this was all right. And it actually was, you know, that was pretty cool when he did this. And, you know, the characters are actually invested in each other's lives. Because the thing about Civil War is it's supposed to be a culmination between, this is supposed to be the breaking up of the Avengers. Essentially, we are seeing the end of what should be a friendship, right? And the thing about it is, we've seen this friendship start off rocky, then get okay and then you know age of ultron hits and we're like eh, still kind of rocky but you know mostly because it was all tony's fault and then now we're here in civil war where it's like hey we're still kind of rocky from age of ultron and things are just gonna get worse but now it's like we've had time to watch these characters that we've seen for like the past five three years now at least just talk about things, discuss things, learn each other's quips and quibbles and, you know, just, you know, there was more, this movie does not stand on its own. You know, where Batman v Superman, everything that we saw in that movie had to stand on its own. The Batman and Superman had to be enemies for a little bit and then somehow come together at the end. And I honestly don't think you could do that in three hours. That is true. You can't do it. And I was like, Especially with having all the Marvel characters all at once. Maybe that was the problem with the with the movie, guys, because it, like it felt everything felt super rushed, even three hours long in this fucking movie, and I still haven't got everything. And you're throwing people and fucking Steppenwolf and time travel and Lex Luthor's fucking hair and shit, all <laughs> that, and you're throwing everything at me all at once. And. Of course it seems rushed and weird and not coherent and now I'm fucking I'm pissed at you because this movie was supposed to be good and you fucked it up. That's Batman Superman. Marvel's agent, you know, Marvel's Civil War, it's like, hey, you remember that thing that happened in Ultron? Remember that thing that happened in Avengers? Yeah, you remember that thing that happened in Captain America's uh, Winter Soldier? All that shit comes back. All that shit comes back. Even shit from Incredible Hulk comes back. Even shit from like you know, they don't even talk about Thor, the Dark World. You know, I don't know why. They just keep forgetting about it. Oh. Whatever. So. Is Thor in this one? No. Thor's not in this one. Hulk's uh, not in this one. Uh-huh. Okay. But we get some guys to come in. Yeah. Ant-Man gets talked about in this, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Fucking. But, all right. So far, it's actually, I mean, the more I talk about Civil War, the more I find things that I like about it, the more I'm leaning towards, all right, this is actually a good movie. You will see reviewers say, this is the best superhero movie in the world. I'm like, uh, not there yet, guys. This is the best superhero filler movie in the world because it definitely still feels like a stop onto something much bigger. It's like, it was cool, but... um, Ultron felt, I mean, when we saw Age of Ultron, I was like, "Eh, it was okay, right? It wasn't great, but it was all right. And it's like, I think the problem with Marvel movies now is we're okay with an okay movie. We are not, I mean, because Avengers was so awesome, we are not going to get, you know, we don't care about getting a crap movie. Like, Thor The Dark World was kind of crap when you think about it, but it was 
crap enough that it gave us what we needed to do, and then we, it pushes into another part of the story. Like, hey, okay, Loki's doing this thing, and then we can move on and forget about it. And we'll come back to that later. Yeah. Shit like that happens. You know, every once in a while, you get a bad comic. And it's like, well, that was dumb. I don't want to, you know, you don't throw out the whole thing. You don't stop the whole run just because there's one bad comic. And the problem is now Marvel movies are so big, they could make a shitty Marvel movie almost on the level of Batman Superman, and we would still watch it. They would still make $100 million. And they would be like, okay, and they dust themselves off and get back to the next one. Nothing would happen. Yeah. Hmm. So, let me get into the storyline of Civil War. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. So the events of Age of Ultron happen. The events of the Avengers. Fucking Captain America: Civil War. These are the things we're going to talk about because you you see it in the trailer with uh, that's General Ross, the same guy from the Incredible Hulk who's going after Hulk and wants to capture Hulk and dissect him, right? Yeah. He's the one to tell us about restraint. Even though he's the guy who shot up a fucking university <laughs> with a tank. <laughs> he's the guy who unleashed the abomination on Harlem and destroyed Harlem. So, yeah, he's the one who caused the Hell's Kitchen bullshit. So, yeah, he's the guy to come over and tell the Avengers, well, you guys are fucking terrorizing people. You need to calm the fuck down. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're the worst person to tell us these things. Okay, then Tony Stark agrees. Because some woman, some unknown woman, comes to Tony after like a lecture and says, my son was in Sokovia or Cabbage Stan. And, of course, uh, Cabbage Stan. He died in Cabbage Stan because he was, hel- he was a brilliant young man who went to go help build relief houses, somebody in Cabbage Stan. And I'm like, yeah, your one kid died. I'm sorry that happened for you. I am apologizing. But the fact that you get to breathe the living air and still tell me these things, I think I'm okay with your one kid dying. Sorry. <laughs> because it was a choice between the people of Cabbage Stan versus the world. 6.5 billion people. <laughs> uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the hundred. I'm sorry. It's not. Okay, your- so now we're doing Star Trek now. But I mean, yeah, it's just like the, there's a problem with this logic. It's like I'm, you, you, you have to do something about the Avengers because they keep setting off giant explosions and killing hundreds of people. Yeah, they those giant explosions aren't caused by the Avengers. They are caused by the bad guys the Avengers are stopping. And guess what? There's going to be some collateral damage. That's collateral damage, and it saves the world. So it's going to happen, which is what Captain tries to pull. And it's like... But then Scarlet Witch kills one of the bad guys in a horrible explosion, and it kills, like, 26 Wakandan nationals. So now Black Panther's pissed. And he's like, you motherfuckers, we are definitely going to sign something to get your motherfucking asses in check. Yeah, it's one of those things where the, they're trying to say that the ends, the means don't define the ends. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, there's got to be a way to be held accountable for your actions and things like that. You are dogs without leashes. You are just running amok all over you where you want. And Cap, you know, he's got a moral compass that's better than most. That's part of one of his superpowers. And it's just like, you're not, you don't trust Captain America to make good judgments, apparently. But then it turns out that when they're signing the, the document saying that all the Avengers, all superpowered people will either join up with the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. or become criminals that signing get blown up 
by the Winter Soldier. Okay, so it looks like we're doing a little crossover with uh, X-Men and the Mutant Registration Act also. Well, that was the idea. It's yeah. like they're, in Civil War, the comic, the, the idea was you either become an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. or you become a criminal of, you know, of something else. And so now Cap doesn't want to sign. Scarlet Witch, she didn't want to sign. Falcon, he's with Cap, so he's not signing. Yeah. And so that leaves War Machine, Iron Man, The Vision on the opposite side. And they're like, okay, well, I think a little restraint isn't a problem. So so Cap goes off to find uh, the Winter Soldier, Bucky. Now, the problem with this that I had was sometimes when you watch a movie and you ask that one question, and you're like, why didn't they just do this? And then that, and then you remember, well, it's a movie because they have to have drama and then things have to move on. So they have to make a bad decision somewhere that allows the rest of the story to keep going. And my thought was, so they the reason they knew it was a Winter Soldier because the Winter Soldier was caught on security footage, leaving the embassy with the giant bomb there. And I'm like, one of the world's greatest assassins who's eluded authorities and identification for the last 30 years cap's been trying to find this guy for the last two years with all the resources of shield behind him and he got caught in a security camera like a noob like a rookie cop he wanted to get caught it turns out later it wasn't him at all oh so, and i was like that's the thing that was the one question that if tony stark had asked himself wait the winter soldier got caught on a security camera blowing up this embassy. Hmm. The one, the winter soldier. And it's like, if Cap had asked that question to Tony, it was like, let me ask you a question. How hard would it be to find Pepper in the world? Oh, I know exactly where she is. How hard is it to find the winter soldier? I guess it's pretty hard. And you just found him on a security camera? Oh shit, you're right. Maybe we should look into this. End the movie. <laughs> Civil yeah. War's over before it begins. And it's like... Yeah, but that'd make it really... That would be a boring movie. movie. So, But so, we all pe- still pay money to see it. Yeah, and then people will still pay money to see it. Where it's like... It's, it'd be a short film where it's like, Hey, you know what? Winter Soldier. <laughs> but... So Cap goes hunting for the Winter Soldier. but And somehow he finds him this time. And he's like, I know exactly where he is. And he's hiding out. And he does this thing. And... and he gives him like an ultimatum. Come with me. The guys that are coming to get you, you know, we can you know, come to them together, try to see if we can get them to see reason and stuff like that. And they just come in guns a blazing like fucking winter soldier. <laughs> and Cap has to beat him up. And we- Bucky's doing his best trying not to kill people. And it's like, and it's like, hey, watch it, man. And it's like, what? I'm a murderer. That's what I do. And. And it's like, he's not, he's there-ish, but he's not all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then like, so, so they have a fight here. Cap's trying to catch her Bucky, but he's in his outfit. And then they end up being caught. They all end up, they all head back to like, you know, sh- or not shield, but UN headquarters and Avengers tower or whatnot. And... Uh, fucking. This is where we actually meet our bad guy. Oh, Baron von Zit or whatever his name is. He's a, a psychologist who's been trying to get information about a certain point in time, and he can't find anything. It ends up where it's like 
he's sitting in a room in front of Bucky, and he's like, "I want to talk about your your family," and he knows that the Winter Soldier they programmed him with like these neural sayings and chips that if you say them all in the sequence, it's like turning on the switch and now he's the ultimate soldier prepared to do whatever is necessary without, without hesitation. So fucking Bucky's sitting there and he's like all chained up with the supermax jail. And he's like, Hey, I just want to say a couple of words to you. Oh, uh, you know, freight car, niner, box trot shit like that and then it's like how do you feel i am ready to comply good <laughs> uh i need this information and then i want you to kill everything that moves hmm. and fucking bucky like runs off and like escapes and now they're that's that scene in the cafe where it's like scar scar scarlett johansson and agent 13 and oh and tony stark's there and he pulls out that tony stark like civilian disruptor sonic cannon thing you see it yeah. like and then bucky shoots him in the hand he's not in control right now he's just gone off the, the reservation okay and then then we get our black panther fight and it's like it's really quick and he's run up he's running off and oh yeah it's okay because there was that speed chase and that's where they get caught because black panther shows up and he's like fucking takes out bucky and the motorcycle you see all that shit in the trailers but then cap Finally takes down Bucky when that helicopter shot where he's pulling the helicopter and shit. Yeah. And he, like Bucky slams the helicopter in the building and they both fall off and they fall in the water. And then Cap pulls him to safety and he wakes up and he's like, oh, where the fuck am I? What did I do? I'm sorry. He did that thing that Supergirl did whenever the like she had the red kryptonite. And I was like, did I kill anyone? And he, <laughs> and he goes, no, not this time. And then they're like, we need a, we need help because they're going to come after us. And it's like, I know a guy. And you see that. That's the ending scene of Ant-Man. So, like, it's not like Batman Superman where it's like, hey, I saw most of this movie. It's like, hey, I saw most of this movie because I pieced together puzzles, pieces that they left behind purposely in his movies. So, it's like, hey, I saw that in the Ant-Man. Hey, I saw that, you know, in, a, like, a featurette they had in a Winter Soldier. Hey, I saw that on a trailer they had. So it's like, hey, I'm building things to make a movie, which is awesome. Well, they're spoon feeding it all to you for a long Basically. time. Basically. So then, like, Scarlet, ScarJo, and Iron Man are like, um, so I guess we're going to need some help because we need to go after Cap, and he probably needs some help too. And it's like, so where's your help? Well, my help's downstairs. Where's your help? Oh, I'm going to have to go away. And then ScarJo goes downstairs and recruits Black Panther. And Iron Man goes to Queens to pick up Spider-Man. Okay, there we go. Yes. Gotta have the web slinger in there somewhere. Yeah, so. And Spider-Man is played by Tom Holland, who looks very much like a 14-year-old boy. Well, yeah, because Spider-Man was a teenager. Yes, he does look like a teenager. And we also get a shot of Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Oh, there we go. It's a really funny scene because it's like Tony's like, and you're very, very incredibly attractive aunt. Just kind of let me in. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, yeah, you know, I know. We come in all shapes and sizes because I'm an aunt. I'm not Aunt May, who's the doting grandma. I'm Aunt May, who's Marissa Tomei, who's still really hot. <laughs> and so, so then uh, Tony Stark and Tom Holland have this conversation where it's like, listen, um, I saw this thing on YouTube 
and he pulls up his little Tony Stark hologram TV thing, and it's like, is that you? And you see a little clip, which could have been a trailer. It's not a trailer. It's just a little, you know, video footage of a web slinger coming in, taking a guy out. But he's in that terrible, like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1 outfit where it's just, like, spandex and sweatpants. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. That's not me. And then Tony, like, opens the closet and there's the spandex. And and it's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. It's like, I can even talk to you about your, you know, your webbing and stuff. That's really cool. Iron Man asked Spider-Man to join up with the proposition of a new suit. Basically, they're just two geniuses together. And it's a really fun and really kind of awesome looking scene altogether. It's actually pretty cute. Cut to Capside, and we're trying to get the Scarlet Witch out of the Avengers Tower because uh, Vision's watching over her. First, like, it looks like, I'm just, you know, just here, just kind of, like, chilling. Vision's cooking. Like, it's, they trying to, I'm guessing they're trying to make it seem like, hey, Vision's Scarlet Witch is going to do a thing, and, like, he likes her, and she likes him, I guess. Maybe, who knows? But but then she kind of re- realizes what he's actually doing. He's keeping her. He's holding her prisoner in the Avengers Tower. Fucking Hawkeye shows up and breaks out Garlet Witch, and they run off after they destroy, or well, try to destroy Vision. She's really strong, apparently. She, like, fucking, like, super blasts him into the goddamn concrete with her mind powers and... Like, don't do this. So Cap and Hawkeye and Bucky and the Winter Soldier, they all show up and then they meet Ant-Man. Ant-Man freaks out. like, oh, my God, it's so cool to be a part of this, guys. And it's like, what are we going to do? What's the plan? It's like, well, we're going to get a Quinjet and we're going to try and figure out things. (laughs) Wait. So Agent 13 is kind of like a double agent on either side where she's she's supposedly working with Tony Stark. But she's actually the niece of Agent Carter. So she's totally in love with Cap. Okay. (laughs) And so she gives him information. She gives him guns. She's the one who helped him escape custody and shit. And there's a really really cute scene where she's giving him all the briefing and stuff. And Bucky and Falcon (laughs) are waiting in the car. And uh, fucking, it was like she's talking to Cap, you know, in front of the car, and it's like, you know what I did? I waited too long, and he makes out with her a little bit, and then like she turns to leave, and Cap turns back to the car, and you could just see Bucky and Falcon like together, just looking at him, going like, just giving him the head nod, like, yeah, that's it, you get that pussy. So they know where. So the information that Bucky gave up to Baron Von What's-His-Face is supposed to lead them to a bunker in Siberia. So they need to get a jet to go to Siberia and investigate the bunker. So there's a Quinjet in this one area of town, and that's where the airport scene happens. And then fucking it's everybody. Cap, Spider-Man, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, fucking Black Widow, Tony Stark with... A war machine and Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and everyone's fighting, and it is pandemonium. Uh, they did, they practically destroy this airport. Damn. In the new commercials you'll see after Civil War, 
fucking Ant-Man turns on his juice and he becomes giant man. He's hmm. he's pulling war machine out of the fucking sky. Spider-Man is the fucking turning point in this battle because not only is he just as strong as the Winter Soldier, but he's got his web shooters, which makes him fucking impossible to catch. <laughs> <laughs> and the fight between him, him, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, that's fucking funny. Because Falcon's like, you do realize we're in a fight, right? And there's usually not this much talking in a fight. But still, because hilarious. He's, yeah, he's just... He's just like Spider-Man from that cartoon show that I thought it was going to be, where every ten sec, every second and a half, there's a quip. It's like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be here, guys! You're so excited to be here. And it's like, fucking web shooters flying everywhere. And it's like, you guys remember that thing? And they're like, the Empire Strikes Back, where they do the thing. And they're like, what the hell is the kid talking about? And Tony's like, oh, that makes sense. Let's do that. <laughs> they were trying to take down uh, Giant Man. Yeah. So uh, Spider-Man shot him in the leg and then started wrapping around his leg with the web shooter. <laughs> okay, yeah, yep, yep. Just like an Empire Strikes Back. Just like an Empire. So fucking, there's another turncoat in their midst. Oh, yeah, I'm Black Panther. Fuck, I forgot all about Black Panther. Um, he shows up, and he's just a badass taking out everybody. They didn't use his energy swords that they have from the comics, which I guess, fine, whatever. Maybe ran out of money. Maybe. Who knows? They, they gave him his claws. They're not claws. But I don't know. Just whatever. He he was okay. It just They did his whole story in Civil War. And I was like, that's pretty bold. You guys have a movie coming up, you know? And it's like, what are you guys going to do for the movie? But whatever. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow switches sides in the middle of the battle. Let's Bucky and Cap escape on the Quinjet. Uh, fights off the Black Panther just long enough to get those guys off the way. Uh, War Machine and Iron Man are chasing the Quinjet. Falcon's trying to uh, provide cover and trying to swat people down. Vision, who's holding the limp form of Scarlet Witch, looks up and sees that Falcon's and going and like Iron Man calls for help and Vision shoots him with a giant laser beam, but he misses. And he ends up shooting War Machine. And then that's that scene where Tony's like, yeah, my buddy's on the ground. He's going to die. Right right in the arc reactor. Doesn't die. <laughs> He's alive. Paralyzed? No. Yeah, oh. paralyzed. Neck down, waist down? Uh, looks like from the hip down. Oh, okay. Legs are paralyzed. Okay, so he's going to be stuck in the machine for a while. Well, I mean, yeah, Tony gives ended up giving him some, uh, what do you call it, some prosthetics at the end, or towards the end. Yeah. So the you know, the soldiers end up in Siberia, and they're searching for something. And then finally, someone asks the question to Tony, hey, where did you guys get the information about the Winter Soldier? Well, we found it. Who gave it to you? Or no, what happened was the actual psychiatrist who was supposed to interview the Winter Soldier, his body was found. Uh, and it's like yeah this is the guy we gave clearance to interview the winter soldier i don't know who that fucking other guy was oh well it turns out his name is baron von zietz and he's a oh master manipulator uh evil bastard and oh yeah russian army yeah pretty pretty sizable resume and this is the guy you let walk through the door okay (laughs) 
So then Ross is he's oh Tony goes to Ross with this information. By the way, the guy we that we set on the Winter Soldier, I'm thinking that's the reason why he started trying to kill us. And he's like, I don't care. We need to get all these freaks in check and put them in a bunker and just lock it up. I learned we need to have control over the situation. I'm like, okay. What about the abomination, jerk? <laughs> but so Tony goes off on his own back to Siberia to find Baron von Zietz or whatever. And they're on their way there because Baron von Zietz trying to unleash some super soldiers that were created back when this, the Winter Soldier started the project. Back way back when, when Tony was like 12. So it ends up that Baron von Zietz ended up shooting all the soldiers that were kept in cryo-freeze. And he just want his plan was just to destroy the Avengers. That's all he really wanted. But he realized that the best way to destroy the Avengers was not to come at them like an army or to come at them, you know, like with robots. The easiest way to destroy the Avengers would be to just destroy them from within, to just give them something to fight about and keep poking at them until they end up killing each other. Oh, yeah. Get them to fight amongst themselves so no one notices what's going on over in the distance. Right. And that's like a, cabbage stand rising again into the air. <laughs> he doesn't need. He he doesn't want anything. That was the thing. His family was killed in cabbage stand. Okay. He was he he was one of those people that had family members in cabbage stand that got blown up. So it turns out that the Winter Soldier, back when he was all full red, you know, Soviet soldier bait. Yeah. He ended up getting. Um, he was sent on a mission to retrieve Super Soldier, soldier Serum from Tony Stark's dad. Okay. And. You know, his parents were killed in a car accident, and that was the reason why. The super, the Winter Soldier killed Tony Stark's parents. So it looks like, literally, when we're getting to the end of the movie, it looks like we're going to come to an understanding and things are going to come back together. And it's like, and then Tony gets the information that the guy Captain America just saved and calls his friend murdered my mom and dad. Damn. So he turns to Cap and he's like, did you know about this? Cap goes, yeah, I did. I knew. Hmm. He knew that fucking Tony's parents were murdered by his best friend. So, yeah. So, imagine now. We've watched these characters. We know how they react to certain situations. We've had time to be invested in this. So, when we get to this point now where it's like, this guy killed my mom. And you're in my way from me blowing his fucking head off. <laughs> so now you're part of the problem, too. Well, if you're not the pro- pro- solution, you're the problem. Exactly. So then we have that big Captain America, Iron Man, Winter Soldier fight. The three-way yeah. fight. And fucking Iron Man holds his own for a long time. And Baron Von Zeke, he just kind of walks away. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, somebody was following them, and it was the Black Panther. So, Black Panther corners Baron Von Zetens like, so this was your plan. This was all you wanted to do was just to kill the Avengers with an internal squabble. And he's like, yep, that's all I wanted. Congratulations to the first Marvel villain who actually won. Which one? He did. Baron Von Zet had a plan to destroy the Avengers. And at the end of Civil War, there are no more Avengers. Very nice, very nice. He wins. Well, he was going to kill himself, but then fucking Black Panther like grabbed him by the throat. It's like, no, the living are not done with you yet. 
Ooh. I'm gonna take you back to Wakanda and fuck you in the ass. Damn. What? <laughs> Always with the ass with you. You're gonna get this black dick. It's bulletproof too. It's bulletproof and vibranium covered. <laughs> the fight between Tony and Iron Man. He holds his own for a while. It was actually pretty cool because like he's captain's like fucking punching at him, and then Tony's like Friday, Friday, you know, analyze. And it's like he's going too fast. It's like analyze and mimic, and like clinch starts blocking shit and like captain catching up, and then it gets to a point where Cap stops using kung fu. And then just starts fighting like chimps. Where they just he grabs a shield and just starts fucking bounding the shit. Wow. <laughs> he rips off the arc reactor and, to- and runs away. You're like, it's like, that's it. No more fighting. And then like, Tony's like, that shield is not yours. It doesn't belong to you. My father made it. <laughs> oh, and the squabbling continues. And then Cap just drops the shield and walks away. Wow. It was crazy. I was expecting you know, Captain America to get popped like he did in the comics. I'm thinking they're saving that for something later on. Like maybe um, no, the Avengers Infinity War, whenever they get there. Yeah. But, so at the very end, I guess they're breaking up into the East Coast and West Coast Avengers. Because like. Uh, the horrible West Coast Avengers. Because yeah, Iron Man's still there with War Machine. War Machine can still use the suit, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Vision's still there. And he's kind of weirded out because I don't know. Like. I don't know what happened. I, I'm surprised I missed. They send Spider-Man off back to his house in Queens. And Black Widow just disappears. Just to be sure that no one can follow her. She went to f- go find her Hulk. I guess so. Yeah. Hulk. Hulk. Hulk her smash. Hulk's, her Hulk's Hulk. Hulk smash. And then Cap shows up at the fucking prison where they're holding everybody. And he just fucking lets everyone loose. <laughs> and that's, that's the end of Civil War. So... Like I said, not a bad movie. It's just like it was definitely more of a filler just to get to a certain point. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm still invested. I still want to know what happens next. I'm definitely excited to see whatever they do with Spider Man because Spider Man was awesome in that movie. Uh, they're talking about a Black Widow movie on our own. Thor and our Hulk weren't in this one. Which makes sense because Thor was dead in the Civil War comic and Hulk had done something terrible to Las Vegas and he got shot off into space, I think. And that was the reason why he wasn't in the Civil War. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're just off doing something else. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking Thor's supposed to be in Ragnarok. So that's something like that. But beyond that, yeah, Civil War. It was a good movie, guys. Go see it. Yeah, I need to see that. I also need to watch, go see uh, Hardcore Henry. Yeah, that too. But cool. I will have to f- hopefully find time to see it <laughs> with all the stuff with work and everything. Yep. Hopefully I get to cut this bitch. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool.